Good morning, Zinger Nation. My name is Logan Ross, and this is Moon or Bust, your home for all things altcoins and DeFi. Ryan, I'm getting a little bit tired of that slogan. I think we should go by like Benzinga's premier crypto NFT and DeFi show now. It sounds a bit more fancy. That's all right. Yeah, we can consider it. Yeah. I mean, we don't really talk about the shit coins these days so much, but we're always open to it. Drop a comment down below in the chat if you have a coin you want us to take a look at today. And if we get time, we will uh, pull it up, take a look at it and give you our thoughts. But Ryan, what else do we have going on on today's show? Yeah, we got a pretty lax episode for you guys. We're going to do some NFT gaming, show you how to make money by playing play to earn games. And while we do that, you know, comment your altcoins in the chat and we'll talk about some investment ideas surrounding your altcoins. Hell yeah, Ryan. What else do we got going on? A little newsletter coming out soon? Yeah, the newsletter, the NFT newsletter. We'll definitely talk about that and talk about the markets. Not too much happening, but we do have a bounce, which is good to see. I don't think it'll be sustained, but we should pull up the charts, look at maybe coin market cap, look at Bitcoin, Ethereum, and, and maybe some alts you guys want to look at. All right. Here's Bitcoin, Ryan. What are you thinking about this bounce? I mean, I like it. I, I like yeah, it. Yeah, I like morning. it too. I mean, the developers probably saw that line you drew on the chart and then Bitcoin <laughs> bounced right off of it. As always, we're pretty accurate here on Moon or Bust. But like I said, I'm not sure if this is going to be sustained. This is about what a 10% bounce off of the bottom. Not even. We went from about $40,000 to $42,000 to $43,000. So I could definitely see more downside. I hope we do hold support here at this line you drew. Yes. Uh, it seems like we have held support here many times in the past. It looks like a very strong support line. Uh, so we could very well just hover around that maybe, you know, not, not quite bounce up, but maybe consolidate in the $40,000 range before we move forward. Yeah, I'd be okay with that as long as we can close uh, most of our daily candles above this line. I think that we'll be doing great. And, and this line right here, uh, it, it's the zero IQ and 200 IQ line at the same time, right? This is literally like the most simple thing you could draw. Uh, and, and somehow it's continuing to work. So I'm going to keep it up for now until uh, there's something more exciting that we could throw up there. But yeah, I mean, if we can bounce off of it like we did this morning, you saw we wicked down uh, almost to it again, came back up. We're green on the daily candle. Um, this could be good. This could be bullish. And we could see some crazy volatility coming in very soon, hopefully to the upside. Um, but you never know. The whales really control it all, Ryan. Let's take a look at Ethereum. How are you feeling about ETH right now? You know, I'm feeling pretty similar to Bitcoin. I am in ETH, not Bitcoin, because Bitcoin is simply not risky enough of an asset. That's what we say here on the crypto show. Uh, but what are we chilling at? Right around $3,200, $3,300 for one Ether right now. All right. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, NFTs have gone down after this Ether bump just a bit, uh, but we still are far below the bull market support band. So that's the key indicator I'm looking at right now for Ethereum. We haven't gotten down to that support line you drew, Logan. Do you think we're going to get down there? I don't think so. I think that NFTs are propping up ETH and keeping it safer than Bitcoin. I think that the move to DeFi and the institutional recognition of ETH is going to keep it above this line. Uh, and we've also been following the ETH BTC pair a lot. I'll pull that up right now. Um, but you could see that it looks like it's primed for breakout. It looks like ETH will uh, outperform this market cycle uh, as it did last time, you know. And maybe there'll be things that outperform ETH this market cycle. I'm looking at the Matic ETH pair, but we can get to that uh, when we get there. Let's take a look at ETH BTC right now. So here we have the daily candles. I'm going to zoom out a little bit. This uh, is, let's see, what exchange is this? We need to go to Bitstamp, I think. Yeah, then we can go all the way back to the previous market cycle, the 2017-2018 market cycle. The Ethereum Bitcoin pair got up to 0.12. This was basically Ethereum and Bitcoin at the same market cap. Uh, it was only a few uh, million dollars shy of Ethereum flipping Bitcoin. Uh, that being said, it didn't happen last time, but I think it could this time. We have this basically huge cup, little bit of a handle, Ryan. I know you're going to make some tea joke, uh, but, you know, I think this is a bullish, bullish chart pattern. Uh, but, you know, if you got any technicals, you think otherwise, let me know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can spill the tea. I think Ethereum will <laughs> flip Bitcoin. Uh, probably this market cycle. I think there's at least like a third chance that Ethereum does flip Bitcoin. Investors are waking up to all the different utility that Ethereum provides, whereas Bitcoin really serves one use case, and that's a store of value. And the chart looks bullish. It looks like we just bounce off of the bull market support band, which is a really good sign. I'm hoping we hold that if we want to continue this bullish momentum for Ethereum. Yes, we uh, definitely need to hold that, I think. Um, all right, 
I want to know what you guys think. If you think that Ethereum will flip Bitcoin this market cycle, smash the like button right now. I'll be taking a look. We got 90 viewers right now. Kind of slow today. Uh, send this to your friends. Get some more people in here and smash that like. Let's see if we can get 50 on today's episode. We are going to be playing some Axie Infinity later. This is the biggest NFT blockchain game. Uh, it's not on the Ethereum blockchain, but we'll be going over all that stuff in a little bit. It is pretty fun to play. Honestly, I got to say, and I've been making money while doing it. So it's a win-win. Ryan, you think that, that 10, 20 years from now, people will play video games for free? Probably not. I mean, there might be some certain games that you'll play for free, but I think that play to earn games are really going to take over. Why play a game for free when you can make money doing it, right? That's what I'm saying, man. All right. Speaking of NFTs, let's take a look at the top NFTs on OpenSea. Uh, so this is over the last seven days. We see Fanta Bear uh, it is top of the charts, 17,000 ETH volume in a week. That is ridiculous. Floor price of 3.87 right now. Uh, and this is, I think, really exciting for me because this is one of the first NFT collections projects and hype trains that's come out of China. Uh, you know, China banned Bitcoin at least 45,000 times by now, uh, but it looks like they're going to treat NFTs differently, which is insanely stupidly bullish like i cannot under understate how bullish it is for nfts that china is going to treat them as a different asset than crypto yes angels are are singing in heaven uh with their so nft cool. bags loaded up um but phantom bear is is a project that came out of china super hype i mean the whales are dumping some btc for this even maybe uh but yeah this is just another reason that i think eth will outperform bitcoin this market cycle i mean you need it to buy nfts and you can't buy nfts with bitcoin that's all I have to now, say on Logan, that matter. Do you know, does Fanabear offer any utility to token holders like Board Ape Yacht Club does and some of these other big projects? Because for 4 ETH, I would expect them to provide some utility if I'm holding a, a $12,000 NFT. Let's find out. Uh, I have not done my due diligence on this project yet. I mean, I saw the, the floor price was like 7 or 8 ETH last week right after it came out. I was priced out immediately uh however little alpha coming for you the creator of this project phantom bear the celebrity behind it who drove all this hype with it is uh has announced a you know that the that he is working with the heart club nft this is one that we've pointed out a couple times on the show before uh i showed it to you guys a week or two ago when the floor was 0.1 eth i got in i got the 300th most rare one of all for 0.3 i, I bought it from paper hands who paid 1.5 for it he sold it to me for 1.3 literally the next day the floor forexed okay that kid must have been pissed uh but i'm rolling in it now 0.8 uh floor price the same millionaire like the button says i don't know uh anyways heart project is coming out with a collab with phantom bear that's dropping in i think two or three weeks supposedly it's going to be twenty thousand new nfts uh and they will be airdropped to all owners of the heart project and the phantom bears so if you want to get in, get in on that airdrop. Uh, the cheapest way to do that is with a Heart Project NFT. Heart Project also has a collab with Benny Blanco and Lil Dicky coming this year. They have one of the most ambitious and celebrity-filled roadmaps, and it's not even an ETH yet. This project is slept on. Calling it now. Well said. I agree, Logan. Thank the you, Heart sir. Project is a great project, and I've been following it too alongside you and our buddy Jonathan Heyman, who actually put us onto this project right around 0.1 ETH. And I mean, it went up to almost two ETH. It's back down to one. It could be a buying opportunity, but it really depends on where you think the NFT market is going. Like I said earlier on the show, we did see a pullback. I mean, a lot of these projects are down 10 to 30% from their peaks just about a week ago. Yes, sir. Are there any other projects on your radar right now, Ryan? And also before uh, I turn it over to you, drop the NFT projects you guys are looking at right now in the comments below. We can pull them up. And also, just like Patrick Starr has said, our favorite friend from Bikini Bottom, smash the like. Please, like, like, like. All right, Ryan, NFT projects on your radar. Hit but, me. Yeah, I have my eye on Doodles right now. It seems like Doodles is becoming one of those blue chip NFTs. It's getting more and more expensive. I saw Steve Aoki just got one and he showed it off at a recent concert of his. But 11.3 ETH, not very many collections of 10,000 NFTs have hit that 10 ETH mark. It really has just been mutant apes, bored apes, crypto punks, and cool cats did. But I'm not even sure if cool cats have held that 10 ETH floor. I think Doodles will. There's a lot of hype going on with them. And I like the art too. It's very original. What do you think about, about this project, Logan? 
I mean, the amount of derivatives and knockoffs and copies that we see surrounding the doodles uh, shows me the influence that it has, the impact that it has as a project on NFT culture. I mean, we saw... Uh, I saw I saw this clip of Steve Aoki. He was like doing a show uh, just last week and he, he bought one of the most rare doodles of all. It was this pink balloon and he stopped his DJ performance and, and pulls up his phone and shows off his NFT to the crowd. And everybody was just like looking around super confused, like what the heck is going on? And Steve's like, I just spent like millions of dollars on this doodle, guys. Check it out. Uh, I think it was actually an alien doodle, Logan, but I really like the rare doodles in the collection. I think that's a really important part of any NFT project. And they're similar to the other NFTs, but they're distinct enough where I think they're really cool. There's aliens. I think there's cats. There's ghosts, skulls, uh, a few different types. But Logan, like you said, the aliens are the rarest. I'm pretty sure there's only four. Uh, Let's check them out on OpenSea, see if any are for sale right now. All right. And I also see the comment from Jonathan. He wants to check out Invisible Friends. We will do that one next um but what am i looking for uh pink alien yeah so there's only one of each type of alien there's an iridescent alien a pink alien a purple alien and a stellar alien so there is alien underhead oh okay so yes there is two for sale right now one for 420 420 69 eth that's pretty expensive but the last sale was 150 ethereum so these are very highly valued at this point and the iridescent alien is also for sale i would guess it's probably the most coveted piece in the collection uh but they are asking 600 ethereum now if either one of these sells i think that the project probably will continue to go up in value we see when there's really big sales for these projects it creates hype for the rest of the nfts so if you're into doodles or thinking about getting in i would definitely be tracking these high-end doodles to see if any more sales happen Uh, i'm not quite sure how much steve aoki spent on his uh but i think it was right around a million dollars and at 600 eth that's about two million dollars it would be the highest sale for the doodles collection thus far god damn damn see what i mean disappointed again hey okay that's a little bit too much fun uh is this the one that steve has the purple one or was it the pink one it's that one is it i think so steve actually i could no what the Technical difficulties. One second. Steve Aoki right here. Pink one. Oh, this was the purple one, I think. Anyways, let's take a look at Invisible Friends. I'm not too familiar with this project, Ryan. Have you heard anything about it? Uh, yeah, I've been following it just a little bit, but I don't think it's actually released on OpenSea just yet. To get whitelisted, you have to be really creative on Twitter, post something about Invisible Friends, and then they select the most creative posts to get whitelisted. Mm. And... How many followers do they have? It's it's a shitload. 240,000. Right. I think that that idea of, of whitelist uh, requires you to be creative, number one, and two, to post about the project. That's so genius because one, they're targeting influencers and also they're getting their name out there from these influencers before they even give them anything, right? Uh, you know, usually projects are offering to pay these influencers. This project, Invisible Friends, has figured out how to get the influencers to pay them. Genius. This is a pretty cool project. I don't know about the mint price, but if you I, uh, have an idea, drop it in the comments Logan, below. I just looked it up. We were thinking the exact same thing. Mint price is 0.15 ETH. Now, with 250,000 followers on Twitter, I mean, it's basically certain that there's going to be resale value on the secondary market. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's a safe bet. And look at this animation. This is sick. I wonder if all of them will have an animation like this uh, or yeah, not. But I think like, they do. Either way. Yeah, I love getting into NFT mints uh, instead of buying them on the secondary market. I mean, that really mitigates your risk, especially for hyped up projects like these. There's also Heap Beast coming out this month on the 19th. That's a 0.2 ETH mint, but they also have a huge following. So I won't be surprised if those are going for well over one ETH on the secondary market on OpenSea. But if you can get your hands on these at mint, there's huge profit to be made, sometimes 10x just on the secondary market within minutes if you're able to secure one of these mints. All right, so a question that we get asked all the time is how do you find the winning NFTs? How do you find the small ones, the ones that are about to rip? Uh, And and the answer, in short, is that you spend like 10 hours every single day uh, going through Discord communities, going through Twitter, uh, and and basically just wasting your life to make a few ETH profit. Or, Or alternatively, 
you could subscribe to the new NFT Pro newsletter from Benzinga. We have our boy Henry locked in the closet for 10 hours a day, digging through OpenSea, digging through these discords and putting them all together into a weekly newsletter. He's going to drop free mints, uh, the most promising mints coming up, the most promising collections that he thinks are about to pop, uh, you know, updates, collaborations, airdrops, everything is included in this newsletter. Uh, and this will save you countless, countless hours if you're looking for that NFT alpha. Um, so this actually just launched today. This morning was the first edition of NFT Pro Weekly. Uh, and so I'm going to drop a link in the chat below so you guys can go check it out. The first thousand subscribers will get a, a free NFT POAP airdropped to them. Uh, and, and so you don't want to miss out on that. Get a little Benzinga NFT in your collection. Why not? Um, but yeah, I mean, I personally would use this, uh, this newsletter. I did use this newsletter. Henry showed it to me and I said, dang, this project is sick. It's the, like I saw, so he showed me the Australian open tennis project that came out today. Uh, and I'm a big fan of tennis and I had not even heard uh, of this project. I, I'm telling you, uh, there's tons and tons of value in this newsletter if you can take advantage of it. Ryan, did you take a look at the newsletter? What do you think about it? I did. I think this is a great opportunity for anybody just getting into NFTs. And you really don't need too much capital for these NFT projects. And like Logan said, there's going to be free mints, links to free mints in here. Uh, I know Henry has his head in the books looking at NFT projects day in and day out. He's been able to get some free NFT mints and sell them for over three Ethereum each. So that's like $9,000 from a free NFT mint. If you can just get one of those, I mean, huge value add, especially if you're looking to trade your way up to one of these blue chip nfts to hold maybe use as your twitter profile picture uh if you want like a, a board ape a mutant ape something like that you know you're gonna have to trade up to it unless you have a, a lot of capital which a lot of us do not have so this is a great way to research the market start trading up to those blue chip nfts uh especially with these free mints i think that's one of the most promising things yeah and maybe let's give them a little sneak preview of what came out today just so that they could see uh what they're in for view larger here we go uh, darn it. I don't want that. I want the, the preview. Um, aha. Here it is. All right. This is what today's looked like. If you didn't get it, um, I don't know if you can now. Maybe I'll be able to drop a link to this or something, uh, but we'll just show it off so we could save you time. So uh, we're going to be going over last week's winners, uh, the projects that came out of nowhere, the projects that are popping off, um, all that stuff that I mentioned, and then five promising projects that Henry's watching this this week. So if you guys haven't heard about Looks Rare, this is like one of the biggest airdrops that's happened, I think since ENS. Um, and, and there's a lot of profit to be made here. I picked up this airdrop myself and I started staking it immediately on their platform, earning a cool 1000% annual interest rate. So far, uh, I've earned $65 in the ETH trading fees and 24 extra looks tokens. Uh, I've made about 10% return uh, just on this stake in like four or five days. So yeah, it's really good right now. The price continues to go up. And unlike a lot of the other airdrops, there is staking. So people are locking up their liquidity instead of trading it. If we head over to Dex Tools, it's probably still top three most hot pairs. Oh, yeah, I knew it. $3.40 per looks token. Uh, and so I had spent over three ETH. That's the barrier you need to claim the airdrop. And if you do, you'll get 200 looks tokens airdrop to you. Quick hundred, quick six hundred eighty dollars off the rip. You could just sell it, or you could stake it. Uh, you know, if looks rare grows and becomes a true open sea competitor, which it looks like it's on track to do. Uh, you know, being an early staker is probably going to pay off. At least that's my estimation. I paid like a hundred dollars in gas fees to claim the airdrop, and I assume that it will be profitable. Um, but yeah. This is just one of the things that is broken down for you in the newsletter. We also have uh, Hate Beast, which Ryan mentioned. Um, and, and you can see Henry's take on all of these projects. Uh, C01, this is what I had not heard about before. Henry's on it. Rug Radio, these are profitable. Uh, I've been hearing a lot about it. Didn't know how to get into it. Henry told me. Uh, Australian Open Art Ball, this is the one that I was talking about. I'm a big tennis fan, so I really wanted to... to Whoa, what the heck was that? I really wanted to, to get this project. I'm still looking at it. It's around 0.3 right now. Uh, but the cool thing about it is that like, uh, so there's there's 6,776 of them. 
each represents a little portion of the tennis court. So when each match ends, the winning shot, if it lands in your box that you're, that's represented by your NFT, then your NFT metadata will get updated with the match score, the match results. Uh, and if, if it's a hype match, that's going to cause the NFT to go up in price, going to become more rare. And if it happens to be one of the winning shots from the 11 championship points, the NFT owner gets to claim the winning ball in a special case. That's so cool. All right. Also threw in a little clip from Mooner Bus last week. But yeah, that's enough about the newsletter. Um, I wouldn't be shilling this stuff to you guys if I didn't think it would pay for itself. Ryan, do you agree? I completely agree. Yeah. So it's $27 a month to be subscribed to this newsletter. One free mint will easily make up for the entire year subscription. Yes. Yes, sir. All right. Let's get to Axie. What time is it? It 220. 220. We got a little bit of time to take a look at some chat projects. Um, let's see, see, see here. Chumby Valley. Sounds promising. It does sound promising. Sounds rare. I wonder if it's on OpenSea yet. Chumby Valley official. All right. Rob, if you're still out there taking a look, let us know some info about this project in the chat below, right below that like button. I like that. I like that sound too much. All right. Half an ETH floor, not revealed yet. Uh, it's actually trading on Polygon. Interesting. This is one of the higher floors I've seen for a Polygon collection. Uh, it's an RPG, play to earn blockchain game. Great segue into Axie Infinity, uh, inspired by Pokemon, Zelda, and Studio Ghibli. Uh, I'm not sure if there is a game out yet. Usually there isn't. But if there is, then it's pretty promising. I mean, the half an ETH floor leads me to believe that there's, you know, something out. Well, I don't think you would be able to play the game since they haven't released the NFTs, right? Yes, that's a good point. But speaking on projects that haven't released their NFT art yet, this is uh, one that C01 has done too. Uh, Henry called this out in the newsletter. He's been watching us, told us all about it. It was a 0.2 ETH mint and right away on the secondary market, it's selling for 1.5 ETH. Uh, so that's about $650 right up to about $6,000. It's 1.8 ETH now, so even more uh, instantly profitable on the secondary market. Uh, but this is interesting, you know, because the art hasn't been released yet. So you may still be able to have some upside here if people enjoy the art more than they thought or if you get a rare mint from this. So right now they all look the same. You don't know what NFT you're going to get. Uh, so you do have that upside of being able to mint a rare NFT if you get luxury stater. The newsletter, NFT Pro, second link in the description. Uh, all right. Let's see. I hadn't heard of this one either, Ryan. You knew about this one beforehand? No, I took a look at it when Henry told me about it. But otherwise, no, it's a, a fashion brand within the NFT space uh, mixed with avatars. So it's really cool. It's not like traditional fashion, uh, something you could only make digitally. So very cool idea. The art is great. And I know there are some big names behind it. I can't name them off the top of my head, uh, but it does look like a pretty good project. And the market reflects that with a, a five to eight times value on the secondary market right after the initial sale. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. All right, let's see. What else are you guys looking at? Heroes of Mavia, PTE in development. It's like Clash of Clans. Ryan, Ryan, Clash of Clans NFTs. When are we going to see those? Uh, I'm really hoping soon. So fun fact about myself, I've been saving my Christmas trees in Clash of Clans since 2012. And I've been doing this religiously since 2017 now because I figure eventually they'll make them into NFTs and I'll be able to sell my Christmas trees in Clash of Clans for a bunch of money because everybody else just dug them and removed them from their village. So I'm going to be rich from Clash of Clans one day. I might have to consult with them, you know, tell them they need to make their items into NFTs. It only makes sense and, and I can pump my bags that way supercell when nfts come on that'd be so cool though i've i mean i've also been collecting my christmas trees on clash of clans for way too long since i was in like seventh grade uh and, and so i want to see this equally as bad as you if i could sell those joints for for some eth i'd have to do it might have to do it um all right let's throw the screen share back on heroes of mavia Fifty thousand followers not followed by anyone that i'm following though so that's a bit of a red flag <laughs> um, but yeah, it's in development, according to Jonathan in the chat. 
Um, looks pretty cool. Oh yeah, that looks exactly like that other Supercell game, the Battle Beach, Battle Beach, something like that. I can't remember. I know what you're talking about. I can't either. All right, I'm curious. Everyone in the chat, Clash of Clans or Clash Royale? Which one do you prefer? Let or, us know. Or Brawl Stars? I think that's Brawl what Stars. Yeah, that one. I feel like that one was kind of trash, though. Yeah, it I was. played it for a little bit, but not really. I think Clash Royale wins. You think Clash Royale wins? Yeah. Clash Royale is definitely like a better way to like kill five minutes. And it's like super competitive. It reminds me of like a, a Smash Bros match. Uh, but Clash of Clans is just like the long term grind. I don't know. It gets kind of boring after, you know, a week or two of playing it. But I do like Clash Royale a lot. I might have to agree with you. Um, Logan, but, what about Dogecoin? Dogecoin's up 16% today yeah, and, and 23% on the week. It's outperforming most other coins uh, over the short term, that is, because it is down about 60% from its highs uh, when Elon Musk, Daddy Musk, was shilling this back in May. So, yeah, we're still down, but I think the Dogecoin fans are happy out there with a, a 15% pump on the daily. Do you know why it pumped, Ryan? Tell me why. I have no idea. All right. So, Father Musk, Do- Doge Father elon musk has now priced his uh tesla accessories in doge natively when you go to tesla.com you will see the price for the cyber quad in doge i think this is so cool uh and this is what has caused the price to rip this morning um but seeing a you know a native price in doge instead of fiat uh makes my day it makes me happy dude i need this belt buckle this is so sick 800 doge how much is that it's like 200 bucks that's not bad probably sold out immediately let's see i don't have a dogecoin wallet come on now 835 doge that's sick i wonder if they're only accepting doge for this that would be really cool doge is a cryptocurrency what like. what's a cryptocurrency where's the crickets oh we need crickets crickets right there So, Logan, do you think this is a sustained move up for Doge? Do you think the market has reacted accordingly, or do you think there's more room to go up from here? I mean, we're only up 15%. This seems like pretty big news. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. Doge to a dollar. Wow. That's a hot take, but I've heard it here before. And I wouldn't be surprised if the bull market continues. Dogecoin going to a dollar would not surprise me whatsoever. I mean, that's a 5x from here. Uh, my general market outlook is that most current, most cryptocurrencies will probably 3 to 4x from here if we see the bull market continue into 2022, you know, maybe peak in Q2, Q3. We could see maybe even an $8 trillion to $10 trillion market valuation for the entire market cycle. That would be huge. I mean, Bitcoin would have to be trading for six figures at that point, probably between one to two hundred thousand dollars. Um, and at that point, I would hope Ethereum would be the number one cryptocurrency and be trading for maybe fifteen thousand. That would be nice. Lofty goal for ETH. Fifteen fifteen K ETH. Fifteen K ETH. That seems reasonable. I don't think it's I don't think it's impossible. I mean, there's a lot of people calling for twenty K ETH. So to them, that's pretty conservative. Let us know your ETH price targets right below the like button. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking like 10, 12, 15. Yep. Yeah. My macro strategy is to begin selling at around $10,000 and I am a long-term holder. I got most of my Ethereum years ago and I haven't really sold it. You know, I've sold some off to buy NFTs. I've sold some for some altcoins, uh, but I am keeping my investments within the ecosystem. I think that cryptocurrency will do extremely well in 2022. It's possible the market cycle even goes into 2023. Uh, But my exit strategy, yes, I will be selling right around $10,000 if we get there and average my way out, you know, maybe up to $15,000. But I think the longer it takes to get there, the higher it will go. So it's really a function of time. You know, If we double in prices in the next month, I'll start selling next month. But if we're going to take several months to get there, I want to see a $10,000 Ethereum before I start selling my bags. Uh, Logan, what's your exit strategy? When are you going to start selling some of your crypto? I think we need some Hopium in the chat, some Hopium on the channel. Uh, because the markets are not looking too good right now. Uh, but we can definitely talk about where these prices may be going in the future. Yeah, so 10000 is a nice clean number. Uh, I've been thinking that I'll probably start taking profits on ETH around there. Uh, but to be honest, I actually have been rotating my ETH into Matic lately. And so I'm going to add my screen, uh, my screen share back to the stream. Drop uh, your thoughts on Matic down below. 
Am I going to lose all my money? We will find out. Um, but here's the long-term chart on the Matic ETH pair. Uh, so it goes all the way back to 2020, even into 2019. Uh, and we saw it go absolutely parabolic at the beginning of this year. And I tend to think that this is only the beginning of the this cycle here. And I think that uh, we're going to have another one of these guys uh, coming on the second half of this leg could be happening this year. That's what I'm hoping for. I think that Matic will outperform ETH. Calling it now. Uh, if it doesn't, I will be broke and homeless. So, uh, you know, send me an airdrop or something. <laughs> Thank you, Shia. Okay, how many times? Okay. Um, but yeah, so I've been rotating into Matic. I am very bullish on it right now. Ryan, what do you think about this chart right here? You know, the chart's not telling me too much, but I do really like Matic from a fundamental perspective. Vitalik Buterin really supports Matic Network. And he also says the majority of retail trading will be on Layer 2 solutions. And Polygon is the biggest Layer 2 solution out right now. They have great technology and they're working on ZK proofs, which should really be a huge technology in 2022. Uh, I expect a lot of mainstream adoption to be moving to the Matic Network instead of Ethereum. Like you mentioned earlier, Logan, you had to spend about $100 to claim that looks rare airdrop. And then when you wanted to stake it, I bet you had to pay another 100 to $150. And I got a text from you like four days ago when you were trying to move some NFTs to a hardware wallet. You sent me a screenshot oh of, your, of your wallet and they were trying to make you pay $785 to send your NFTs to your hardware wallet. Let me tell you some bullshit, man. This, was, just, bullshit. this was yesterday, okay? I wanted to, to take my NFTs off my, my hot wallet and move them onto my cold storage wallet uh, because I was planning on holding them for the long term, right? Uh, and so I, I made a bundle of 12 or 13 of my NFTs and uh, listed it on OpenSea private sale only for my hardware wallet address. I think this is the best way to transfer NFTs in bulk right now, uh, although I will let you know if I find a better way. Anyways, I did this, processed it. It cost $1,000 in gas. You know what I could have done with $1,000 yesterday? Bought a shitty NFT. <sighs> yeah, I could have had another NFT, but hopefully this will help me keep my nfts safe uh and so hopefully i won't regret it but like i don't know i'm pretty careful with my hot wallet anyways with my metamask like i didn't even claim the sos airdrop none nothing like that uh like what if, what if the dow eventually nobody cares about the dow anymore and proposals just get passed all the time with nobody looking over them and someone submits a proposal that has uh, a loophole in it that steals all of the value uh and nobody is paying attention to to find it and reject the proposal that concerns me um so i'm staying away from as much as i can but that being said you should always keep your expensive high value coins crypto tokens nfts whatever you got keep them in cold storage this is a wallet that is uh you know, like a ledger, basically, for example, you have to plug into your device to use the private key. The private key never leaves the hardware wallet. That way you are as safe as possible. Um, but yeah, so I am pretty bullish on Polygon. Ryan, I think you agree. Uh, we got some comments in the chat. John says, what about the ZK rollups? Well, John, the ZK rollups, I'm very bullish on. Uh, so basically, ZK rollups, uh, the way that, that Layer 2 works on Ethereum right now is they roll up a bunch of transactions, uh, condense them, and then shoot them back to the ETH mainnet uh, for safety and security. But with ZK rollups, they're shrinking the data like 100 times smaller so that you could process effectively 100 times more transactions in the same amount of space on the Ethereum mainnet, lower gas fees by 100x with the ability to keep the same level of security and decentralization provided by the Ethereum mainnet. Now, it's not guaranteed to be the same level of decentralization and security, but it can match that uh, if the role, the ZK validator role, is as profitable as the minor roles on Ethereum. Uh, we've talked about this before in depth on a previous episode, so go check that out. Uh, it's on the Benzinga channel. You'll find the Moon or Bus playlist. That's the quickest way to get there. Um, but yeah, Polygon Zero, this is actually, uh, it was another company that Polygon purchased for $400 million. This was the biggest acquisition in crypto Web3 industry history. 
so Polygon paid $400 million for the ZK roll-up technology company. Uh, and, and now it is Polygon Zero. They demonstrated it working locally on their machines. Uh, but we will see if that is real when it is launched to the public. Um, but yeah, that's why I'm bullish on Polygon Zero and Polygon in general. The same Matic token will be used for all five of the upcoming Polygon Layer 2s. Um, there's five Polygon Layer 2s? <laughs> yeah, man. There's, Since when? There's like five of them coming there's out. There's five of them coming out. Yeah. And are they all going to be interoperable or do you have to choose one of them to use? Do they have different use cases? This is the first time I heard that there's five Polygon networks. Yeah, so they have different security features uh, to target slightly different applications. So, you know, gaming, for example, doesn't need as much expensive security as DeFi. So that's why they're going with uh, a couple different options so you can pick what you want. Um, also, we got an interview with Sandeep coming out in the crypto newsletter next week. So make sure you are signed up to that as well. Uh, we got about 25 minutes left. Should we play some Axie Infinity? Yeah, we should definitely play some Axie Infinity. I think we should go over the website too so you guys know how to get started playing Axie Infinity. Unfortunately, you can't just go in and start playing right away. You will need to get some NFTs to play. Uh, the Axie creatures are NFTs. So is land in the game, but you don't need land to play. What you need to play is some SLP tokens, uh, some Axie tokens, and then the NFTs of the Axie creatures. You need three of those NFTs, and I think they're about $100 to $120 to get. So not too expensive of a startup cost for a typical game. Yeah, that's pretty expensive, but for NFTs, it's not too bad. Uh, and although SLP and Axie's governance token are on Ethereum's main net, the actual game is run on the Ronin network. So you don't have to pay high gas fees for all these transactions, which is another added benefit to playing Axie Infinity. And once you have those creatures, you can start making money, start earning some smooth love potions and some Axie Infinity tokens just by playing the game. Pretty enticing. Yes, sir. All right. So uh, we hit up the Axie team, said, yo, we like your project. Send us some Axies. And they did. So we got these three little guys right here. Uh, I spent about an hour playing it so far just learn the very basics of the game so fair warning if you are an axie infinity mlg expert it's probably going to be a little bit of cringe so help me out in the comments please i need it teach me teach me the meta uh i'm not hip yet but we're just going to get right into it uh and start playing a little bit of the story mode uh so here are my three axes and here are the three uh you know mobs that we are trying to fight so these are the cards. Each Axie has, I think, four or five uh, different cards that it can play. Uh, and so you draw a couple each turn. They cost a certain amount of energy. You could see in the top left, the orange number one. This is the energy that I have available on this turn. Um, so let's see. I have Risky Fish, Sinister Strike, 200% damage on crits, 143 off the rip. Uh, I'm just going to load them all up. I got the energy for it. So oh, wait, all, oh, this, this is from happening other. on chain, right? Or is everything on the road? This is network? all on chain, yeah. Oh, cool. Draw a card. Okay, so let's see if we could get an extra card while we're here. Did not work. Sad to him. say. Damn, I wish we had the, the music, the sound effects. Unfortunately, we do not. I wonder if we have any music that we could play uh here uh, i don't know all right ryan were you watching what happened uh I you killed away. you killed one of the mobs Frick we got yeah. two left we have some cards to play and each round that you beat you actually get some smooth love potion i have to see how much it's worth not a ton of money guys probably three cents or so uh, but it accumulates. And I know that Smooth Love Potion was around 15 cents at one point. So the people that were holding on to their Smooth Love Potion just by playing this game actually did make some decent money, especially for those people in third world countries not making too high of an income. They're actually able to replace their traditional income by playing Axie Infinity. I think that's awesome. That's how Axie Infinity grew so much so fast. Uh, but let's see, what is Smooth Love Potion trading at these days? Yeah, it's at two cents right now. 
but you get multiple usually. So it depends on the level, uh, but you'll get multiple. And it's used within the game. You can breed your Axies too, which I think is really cool. So you have a few Axies. You can spend some Axie Infinity Governance tokens and some Smooth Love potions to breed your Axies. And then you have a new NFT that you basically got uh, for free or just for the cost of that Axie Governance token and SLP. And then you can go ahead and sell that on the secondary markets, or you could use it to play some more Axie Infinity and keep earning that Smooth Love potion. So we got some some tips from our commenters out there. Patrick Starr, uh, he said, let's do PvP. I don't know how to do that, but if you tell me in the comments, we can run it. Let's do PvP, um, that's hype. Yeah, so Patrick says, Dusk should be in the back uh, and the plant should be in the front because it's a tank. All right, I will switch up my rotation before we PvP. Thanks for the tip. <laughs> um, but I'm probably still going to get wrecked anyways. I don't even oh, know. Oh, you're getting to... wrecked 100%. Yeah. All right, I got two axes left. I uh, should have put my tank up front. Rookie, mistake, but we'll see if we can make it. I think that we have, uh, this might be the last round for this arena. We can only hope. If it's not, I'll probably die. All right, only, I mean... If you guys have any advice on like how I should order these moves or like if I should save them, if I should ever like not use my energy, uh, then let me know. Um, Patrick, it's on, Patrick says it's on the friends list and he needs my Ronin ID uh, in order to PvP. I'm not sure if I'll be able to figure that out right now, uh, but if not, I will hit you up after the show. Uh, send me an email, loganross at benzinga.com. And uh, maybe, maybe we can do some PvP on the next episode. If anybody out there is interested in, in blockchain gaming, hasn't gotten into it, if you have any questions, drop them in the comments below. Uh, or if you want to learn more about Axie, drop them in the comments below. Um, but yeah, Ryan, what are some other big blockchain games, some metaverse plays you've been looking at lately? I think one of the more interesting ones is Wolf Game. We saw that blow up a couple months ago, and we saw the Wolf NFTs go up to about 8 Ethereum, and the Sheeps went up past 1 or 2 Ethereum even. Uh, but it's been a little bit quiet lately. There's still been developments with it. Uh, but I think the economics of that game are really interesting, how you can have a wolf or a sheep. Wolves can steal sheeps, and you can essentially yield farm tokens by playing the game. Uh, pretty interesting, and it seems to be pretty profitable. I know our NFT resident expert, Henry, has also been playing one pretty similar to Minecraft, Logan. Do you remember which which that's called? Uh, it's pretty new. Yeah, it is actually, it's like, excuse me, it's integrated with Minecraft, uh, and he was playing Minecraft to earn the NFT uh, whitelist access, which was worth like hundreds of dollars. So uh, I can't. I came home from from classes one day. I'm like, "Yo, what's up, Henry?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm just getting paid hundreds of dollars to play Minecraft." I was pissed. I was very upset. Uh, but I can't remember the name off the top right now. I'll try to find it in a second. Um, maybe you could find it though. Yeah, I can look into it. All right. So Patrick says that I need to conserve some energies. Uh, but like, I get way more every time. So I, I don't see why at this point. Maybe. Oh shit! I won. Let's go. Smash the like button. We got the dub, boys. <laughs> uh, very nice. <laughs> okay, we got we got five SLP from that. Just made 10 cents playing a video game. And once SLP goes back up to 15 cents. I just hey. made 10 cents playing that. Yeah, I quit. <laughs> just kidding, guys. I do this for you, not the money. Um, uh, okay, so I'm going to switch up my rotation a little bit. I got to get this plant plant joint in the front now. Uh, so change. Oh, come on. Come on. Wait. Oh, shoot. Okay, this guy go here. Uh, and then what, is, what did Patrick say? Dusk should be behind. Uh, I don't know which one is Dusk. Um, wow. I feel like we're noobs, Logan. Dude, we are very much noobs. Uh, but I think most people out there are probably in the same situation. So we're learning together. I think most people out there are asking why the hell we're playing a video game on a, on a financial news network. But <laughs> hey, this has been Zynga. We're on top of trends. We're here for the retail traders to make you guys money uh, by playing video games now. This is 2022. So got to stay on top of the trends. It's a fun way to make some money.
That's what I'm saying. You can't be complaining about playing video games at work. <laughs> no, sir. No, you really can't. And I'm getting paid while I'm doing it. Uh, all right, let's do one more round. Patrick, uh, I probably messed up that ordering, but let me know which one is, is the... Oh, wait, he said that's good. Yes, we did it. Frick, yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. Um, so this is this is the guy with I think we called him Derek, right? And this is Wimbledon, and this is uh, what, what was her, I forgot her name? I can't remember. Um, okay, so is there Patrick? Is there an order that I want to attack in? Do I want to place my uh, you know front attack first? Do I want to save the tank's energy? I mean, I feel like this gives some defense, so I'd want to add some shield to my tank, right? That can't hurt. Um, and then maybe I'll just hit him with the one-two Mayweather right quick like that. And Sinister Strike to top it off. Aqua and Dusk should be on the same line. Uh, all right. I will make that adjustment next time. Um, but yeah, as far as like order of, of attacking, let me know, Patrick. All right. Ryan, should we go with tail slap or tail slap? Uh, 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 tail slap. All right. Actually, I'm going to combo them together because you get energy for comboing them. Uh, That's the wrong answer. You're telling me I just said the wrong answer after all of that thinking. <laughs> uh, you're going to be okay, man. I'm going to head out. <laughs> uh, Ryan, do you have any Axie Infinity tokens? Are you invested in this ecosystem at all? I'm not. I've been following it for a while and I watched the price run up from $5 to $150 and I've just never been able to get over that. So it just seems too expensive for me. Right. All right. I'm going to hit him with this. They ain't going to see it coming. Maybe if I only, maybe if like, if I know that I'm going to uh, smack this guy in this round, then I could save some energy for the next round. Um, but that's about the only reason I could see to conserve energy because I've never run out of it before. Maybe my moves aren't good enough and I'll get some better moves. It costs more in the future, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. One thing is, is for sure is that this game is kind of addictive. That I can attest to. I really don't even know what I'm doing, if we're being honest. But I'm making money. So... Incredible. It's good to be addicted to things that make you money. I mean, if I've learned one thing in crypto, it's that. Yes, sir. Um, all right. I'm getting a little tired of this. Shall we throw it over to Moon or Bust? Look at some more altcoins. We could also go back over NFTs. I do know we have our own NFT show here at Benzinga, so maybe we should look at altcoins. We could talk about Crypto Campus and the MDAO, uh, but that would be a little bit of a shameless plug. Maybe just some altcoins, Logan. What are you thinking? Uh, let's, let's toss it out to the chat. Altcoins, NFTs, Axie Infinity. Which one do you want to see? Ten minutes left. You got to at least finish this level Why so you can get some SLP. Though. Yeah, exactly. Why don't you tell us about the MDAO real quick? Yeah, so the MDAO is a decentralized autonomous organization that Logan and I summoned alongside one other University of Michigan student, uh, and we're operating on Polygon's network. We actually made a DAO about two years ago for the club, and transaction fees were so damn high. I mean, $100, $200 to vote on any proposal, so it just didn't work out. But now it's fully functional on Polygon, so really exciting stuff. We already have 17 members. Uh, and we're managing some money, funding some proposals. And the first venture that we are funding so far, we voted yes on it, but the proposal hasn't ended. So it could go anywhere is Crypto Campus, an NFT project made by some club members at Wolverine Blockchain. Some interesting stuff going on there in collaboration with FTX Exchange. Uh, rumor has it we're getting listed on the front page of FTX. So stay tuned for that. Really interesting stuff. Logan, let me slack you over the Discord link and you can send it in the chat if anyone's interested in getting involved with Crypto Campus. Uh, but essentially, we're tokenizing landmarks, famous landmarks from different universities. Our first collection has U Chicago, University of Michigan, Maryland, Georgia Tech, uh, Wisconsin, and a couple others. But the first collection is limited to only 350 NFTs. Uh, so it isn't one of those 10,000 NFT projects. It's pretty limited. Uh, but cool stuff there. More to come for sure. 
Uh, and we're launching soon. So if you want to get whitelisted, definitely join the Discord. That is how you get whitelisted for the project uh, and expect it to launch within the next three weeks. Ryan, will you actually drop that in the private chat on Restream for me? Uh, I'm not signed into Restream, but I'll put it in the Mooner Bus doc. Okay, cool. And uh, that being said, if anybody out there is a university student, please hit us up and we could see how you can get involved with Crypto Campus. Uh, I just won again. I'm on fire today. Uh, really too easy for SLP. Light work. All right. That's enough Axie for today. We got some requests uh, for altcoins in the chat. GT Nuts says, I'm learning. Thanks, Doc. You're welcome. Um, I, I really am glad that you got something out of that. Um, I mean, I had fun. Um, but okay, let, let us know what altcoins you want to see. And we will pull them up on CoinMarketCap. Before that, though, CryptoCampus.org is the best place to get connected with the NFT project. Uh, and if you are in Michigan, I think it's the CryptoCampus.org. And you want to learn more about the MDAO for University of Michigan students, check out MDAO.info. You can see the DAO here. Uh, made some nice videos. We got the Discord link, all that cool stuff. And if you click on this, you could see, boom, I know those guys. All right. Uh, thecryptocampus.org thecryptocampus.org here we go all right so based in ann arbor university of michigan we got you chicago now too georgia tech that sounds pretty cool yep giveaways nintendo switch and electric scooter uh man ian really went crazy on this huh mm -hmm. this project is so cool and so they'll be launching on the ftx nft platform is that solana based or ethereum or both so they, they started off as solana based obviously with alameda research funding both ftx and solana uh, but they've recently expanded to ethereum so they'll be launching on ethereum's blockchain and they'll be available on ftx shortly after the mint so the mint on these is 0.04 eth if you're whitelisted if you don't get whitelisted then it's 0.06 eth so a little bit of a hike if you're not whitelisted so be sure if you're interested in minting one of these to join the discord so you can get that discounted price save about 50 percent if you're whitelisted very nice moonbeam very nice. Very nice. it's it's yeah what happened perfect uh all right moonbeam 14 dollars these days dumped by the devs uh, but Moon, Moonbeam is a dope project. It's the main bridge from Ethereum to Polkadot. I like this project. I just saw it was up 5% today. It was on the front page. Um, we also got Comstar ripping. Probably because of the fundamentals, if I had to guess. You know those fundamentals are strong. Uh, all right. Do you think Comstar is liquid? GX. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> all right uh kp wants to check out game exchange post potion gxp huge potential so it's currently sitting at a two million dollar fully diluted market cap about half of that is circulating this is a token launched on the binance smart chain using the bep 20 standard uh if we zoom out all time charts this coin was listed uh not too long ago it's a pretty new coin last year man that's crazy <laughs> it's right there thanks you're welcome um i don't know anything about this project let's see what we can find out so i think it goes without saying logan something like this is extremely risky with a two million dollar market cap uh 1.1 million dollar realized market cap a fully diluted market cap of two million dollars and only a volume of twelve thousand nine hundred and fifty dollars on the daily <laughs> uh so that's that's very low guys you probably won't be able to buy or sell this token without experiencing some form of slippage uh, if i had to guess it's probably going to be five to ten percent slippage you're going to be losing uh, some of your investment if you're buying more than 50 or $100 of this coin. Uh, but that being said, I mean, the market cap is so low that you really don't need to buy more than 50 bucks of this coin to have this be one of your moonshot investments, one of those 100,000 X. Uh, but I'm not sure if it's going to do that. Like I said, it's extremely risky, uh, not very well known, small market cap, low volume. KP, tell us more about this project in the comments down below. Why are you excited about it? What do you know that we don't um, but yeah, let's take a look at and, something and, else and, in the meantime. And be honest, are, are you just a bag pumper? Uh-oh. 
bag pumper in the chat we're all bag pumpers here let's we, be we honest are. this is fast yeah yeah um you know what's crazy to me is that polygon is uh smaller market cap than shiba inu okay tell me how that makes sense uh yeah i mean i think that polygon could be bigger uh than cardano yeah i said it i think it could be bigger than solana could it be bigger than ethereum yeah, actually, I do think that it could be bigger than Ethereum. I don't think that it will flip Ethereum this market cycle. But long term, most of retail will be on layer twos, maybe Polygon. Uh, and, and so most of the activity could be happening on the Polygon network uh, that just gets rolled up and sent back to Ethereum. Obviously, the, uh, you know, the, the price and security of Ethereum is paramount of importance to Polygon as well. Um, but we could see more TVL and on-chain activity on Matic in the future, especially if they can scale securely. Um, Near protocol coming out of nowhere, 30% on the seven-day, up to $12 billion market cap. Bro, why is everybody sleeping on Chainlink right now? Tell me why Chainlink is at $25. This coin will be 100 within a few months, uh, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been picking up some chain link collecting it for a hot minute we saw it go up to 50 bucks uh at the beginning of last year now it's down to 25 uh so i don't know i think it will definitely get its time at some point here i mean for the past month logan it's gone from 17 dollars and 50 cents all the way up to 25 dollars. so i think it has been getting attention over the last month even when when everything was down like a week or two ago we were seeing chain link outperform the market uh, that being said, I mean, it is only at $25 now, and we did see it hit right around $50 earlier in the year. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. I know there's some other blockchain oracles taking some market share from Chainlink, but I think Chainlink is definitely here to stay. And I really like how they are being interoperable with a lot of different blockchain networks at this point. It's not just Ethereum. All right. This is one that you didn't see coming, Ryan. I want to talk about Litecoin today. Oh, really? Yeah, really. So if you guys don't know, Litecoin is the dinosaur coin that refuses to go away. Creator Charlie Lee sold all his bags on the retail newcomers in 2017, but somehow innovation has still been happening inside the project. Litecoin just announced uh, a, a new like layer two scaling type of thing. It's kind of like Bitcoin's lightning network. Uh, it's not a true layer two. It's not a virtual machine. You're not going to get NFTs, but you will get a ton, a ton of ton of transaction volume. And here's the thing that makes it different from the Bitcoin Lightning Network. The Litecoin, uh, you know, secondary network, this new product that they're coming out with is privacy focused. So you will not be able to trace transactions on this network. And fun fact, this is something that I learned yesterday uh, from the homie Coin Bureau. Litecoin has the uh, most crypto ATMs across the globe, second only to Bitcoin. And it's actually a pretty close uh, number. Bitcoin is not winning by that much. Uh, I did not realize the popularity of Litecoin ATMs. I mean, I have not seen one personally. Maybe the Bitcoin ATMs can do Litecoin as well. Uh, but, you know, the merge mine with Dogecoin is keeping it relevant. Now, if they do this privacy scaling, uh, it could be really, really bullish. I mean, we saw the price rip today. Um, and I think that this could continue to go as more people find out about this upgrade that they're working on. Ryan, what do you think? Dinosaur coin or comeback time? I, I think Litecoin could have a comeback. I know you call it a dinosaur coin. I kind of do too, jokingly. Uh, and that's because its use case is to be a, a payment currency, something with cheap fees and a high throughput. But we see this with Stellar Lumens and we see this with Layer 2s on Ethereum, as well as a lot of other projects, right? So uh, I'm I'm bullish on Litecoin still, with that being said. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure, Logan. 100, $145 for Litecoin. It does seem kind of expensive. But it is always on CNBC, right? I mean, this is one of the this coins that has been around forever. Everybody knows about it. They see it as the silver to Bitcoin's gold. Uh, and I mean, it gets a lot of exposure. It's on the major news sites right next to Ethereum and right next to Bitcoin. And it is fake news. It's kind of cap, you know, it should be the top three cryptocurrencies or the top five, not Litecoin, because it's always been Litecoin. Uh, but that's just my hot take. You know, I think these major news networks should be showing Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Binance coins, since those are the top three. Maybe even throw in Solana in there. I just don't really understand at this point why they're showing an altcoin that's ranked 
number 21 on coin market cap right now when they could be showing some more promising more innovative projects uh but it looks like litecoin is innovating to a degree now so that's good to see yes it is and you know you make a good point i never understood why they were still showing litecoin this year uh, especially when they started to talk about solana and the metaverse a lot like um but hey i guess we're early right um and speaking of early we are out of time for today's episode uh but thank you guys all so much for tuning in we do not have a show on monday it is mlk day um but we will see you one week from now next friday uh feel free to reach out to us on twitter at l-o-g-a-n-n-r-o-s-s uh and at ryan on chain one word um hit us up there send us any questions uh, the contact info should be in the description below, uh, but we hope you have a great, happy, healthy, and profitable weekend, and we'll see you later. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.